Welcome to episode 20 of Scare Zone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is Logan Sekulow. If I sound better, that's because I'm coming from a real recording studio here at Universal Studios Florida. It's awesome. We're watching people walk by, all the beautiful people meeting Shaggy and Scooby. It's, it's awesome. We're thrilled to be here a night before the end of Horror Nights for the last two nights. Quickly before we get on to our very special guest, guest hosting today, pretty much our permanent co-host, guest host, co-host, the Tim Tracker. Thank you, Tim. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're liking the studio. And Tim, you have, you're have you shooting everything for the vlog. People will be able to see what yeah, we're doing here. I did a little quick tour of the inside of this studio for the vlog, and it looks amazing. It is. It's beautiful. It's, uh, if we, they, they, we were a little bit delayed, and I'm like, I'm fine to hang out here all day. It's good. <laughs> Fully stocked. We're here with a special guest, Charles Gray. Charles, how are you? I'm doing great, man. People don't, people don't know necessarily. You know, I've, I've been checking my facts, talking to people. Uh, you're a show director here at Universal, is that right? That is correct. Let's let's go back, because I want to talk Horror Nights 26. But I was talking to some buddies. I was talking to Roddy, a few other guys. I go, Why do I, uh, like, where should we start here? And, and one person told me to start with Nick, and one person start, told me to start as Louis Tully. So uh, where should we begin? Where, where, how did you end up with Universal? Uh, actually, I came down here on vacation uh, with two suitcases, uh, visiting a buddy of mine who actually worked here. And they just so happened to be having auditions. And so just on a whim, I went to an audition and they said, oh, you're perfect for Nickelodeon. So I started at Nickelodeon, called my parents up, said, I'm living here now. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you do at Nick? Uh, I was a game show host for one of our stage shows called Game Lab. And we throw slime on kids' heads and uh, flung rubber chickens into giant clown pants, all sorts of fun. Yeah, I worked at Nick the actual studios for the last year and the last years of game lab. So it's awesome. That's where we connect. That was my first job, your first job, best friends now. Uh, and, and then moving on from there. So how does that leap happen? So you start as this, and it seems to be the story. Like when I'm talking either to Mike or Roddy, everyone seems to start as a character and they end up being like, I'm the executive vice president here at universal. And, and yes, it's in 20 years, but that seems insane. You don't hear that a lot, but it, this, this company and universal, especially in this early days, seem to really cultivate that. Uh, yeah, it speaks a lot to the culture here, uh, especially in the earlier years. It was a little more kind of the mom and pop feel yeah. to it, but that actually kind of cultivated a lot of the, the family business sure. feel. And then as we grew as a company and then we had um, Comcast, and, um, which has been amazing, uh, infused us with a lot of money, then the opportunities just grew from there. Um, <laughs> so not only did we start with a good basis of, of great communication, but then also went up uh, when the opportunities arose, we uh, we were ready and prepared. That's awesome. And where does that take you? Though? How do you get to how do you get to Halloween Horror Nights? You were you were Frankenstein, is that right? Yeah, I was in the Beetlejuice show for yeah. for many many uh, three of the first iterations. Right. And then uh, yeah, so I was Frankenstein. I was going all day long in big boots and and tight leather pants. It was amazing. <laughs> and then where did Horror Nights come in? Where does it? Where do we get? How do we get here? Wow. Well. <clears throat> Kind of a funny story. I worked with uh, Mike Aiello and and some of the other people you're talking about yeah. quite a quite a bit. Uh, Mike and Mike and I had um, he had never seen the movie The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. So uh, which this is, is insane. This is years ago. Right. So I, uh, me and my He'd roommates were like, now. yeah, we're like, yeah. dude, you got to come over. I want to show you this movie. It's amazing. It's called The Thing. And he watched it. Now he was he was just like freaking out. And then I was like, isn't this the best movie ever? So flash two years later in Halloween Horror Nights, they were doing the thing house yeah. so then he comes to me and is like dude we're doing the thing house and i'm like what so i had <laughs> his moment you know what i mean where i was freaking out and that so we kind of had a, a lot of dialogue about halloween horror nights and just uh, fandom in general and i think uh, since we had worked together in other capacities he knew he could trust me knew i had a passion for it and uh that's kind of how it started really and i uh, uh, i started as a pc actually uh or, sorry performance 
coordinator, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the technical shorthand. Term, yeah, for uh, for Grinchmas one year. Yeah, and that kind of gave me a, a feel of what the expectations were. And then I worked into Halloween Horror Nights, and I've been for the last four years been the director for Houses, and I've been totally blessed with that. And if I'm talking faster now, it's because I get really excited when I start talking about Halloween. <laughs> well, we're we're looking out on what is in a few hours going to be a scare zone. We're looking out at the event right now, about to wrap up. You as someone that's a show director, I think, Tim, you, you had one question yeah. that you pitched to me. It was, what What exactly is a show director? Like, what do you do from the Halloween Horror Nights ends two days from now, and you guys start working on next year? What's the, the first thing that you start doing, and then what's the last thing that you're doing? Like, tonight, what are you doing? Well, that's a great question. And, Other than our podcast. And it is kind of a fluid thing, because the show directors aren't necessarily like, you are the show director of whatever that might be. Uh it, all the time it, it, it changes uh if there's a new offering that we're creating they might say hey charles you're doing this now or laura or any of the other show directors they might just pluck us and say you know plant us there and say you're doing this now it just so happens i've been doing houses for the last four years and i hope to continue doing so sure uh but to answer your question uh like tonight uh, a lot of the things we're doing we are the event we're trying to keep it the exact same uh, consistent throughout the whole event uh, with the scares and the actors and the, and the expectations are being set. So it's, it's really my job to, at this point, uh, to go through and make sure that, you know, everybody's having a really good time and, and there's a good energy out there. Um, but also, I'm kind of taking notes and looking around and seeing what works and, and what maybe some of the challenges were. So then when we are creating for next year, which we already are. That's, that was uh, a question coming to. <laughs> yes. So, uh, in fact, right before this, I was in a, in a meeting talking about So what about was that year. meeting about? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. No, it has to be one of those like 1950s spy movies where yeah. I was like, all of a sudden I bite my tooth. And in that. a year from now, I want you to be like, guess what? Guess where I actually came from and, and, and reveal that because that would be great. But yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm looking for things that, that really worked and, you know, and the challenges and stuff and then how to apply that to next year. Sure. Looking at this year, mm -hmm. what were some of those things? What do you think really worked? What do you think is awesome? Looking at it from an outsider's point of view at this point, we're a day before this whole thing wraps up. What, 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 what do you feel like is your big success? Um, I think our big success was setting characters up for success, if that makes sense. Mostly in design. A lot of uh, Patrick Brailler, you've probably sure. talked to him too. We, we, we talked to the... Um, Nick Collins, who's an amazing designer in, in some of the meetings, he, he was the designer for Ghost Town and for Walking Dead this year. And uh, we told him, um, we, want, we want this to be s such a tight experience with Walking Dead that we want to, because the scariest thing about the show is like, if you see one walker, you're never scared. You're like, oh, they got him with a machete or right. whatever. Um, what's scary is when they're on top of the people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, there's a horde. Yeah. Well, you can't have 30 people in a hallway <laughs> financially <laughs> <Right>. or logistically. <laughs> Legally, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so just having it tight so it feels like they're all around you. And I think that was the design. We really set, set us up for success. And that's a lesson that we, we really infused this year. Yeah, for the Walking Dead specifically? Uh, yes, and Tomb of the Ancients. So yeah. a lot of people who are, close. Uh, who are fans who are actually used to the tents, a lot of times they can walk through and go, I know exactly where I'm in in the tent. This year, a lot of people are coming out going, I had no clue where I was. The <laughs> twists, the turns, everything was tight. It was very claustrophobic. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. Sure. And I have to give you a little bit of kudos for Walking Dead this year. Everybody has been saying that that is their favorite house, their favorite Walking Dead, and their favorite house this year. So nice work. Congrats. Yeah. yeah thank you. It was, it was the scariest house, I think, for sure. And, and I'm... Someone who I'm not a regular viewer of the show. I've, I've watched some of the first season. It's just not my thing necessarily. But I've gone through every house, and um, this one, you know, where where some houses I look at from 
I'm a production guy, so I walk through a lot. I'm like, wow, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, there's someone scaring me. Look at these set designs. You know, I'm especially with something like a ghost town or one of these ones. They're just huge sets. The one though that got me, and I was like, this one is terrifying. Was The Walking Dead this year? It really did feel that. It felt uncomfortably intense, and that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is a good thing. Yes, <laughs> uh, I want to interject really yeah. quick. I love your mustache, by oh, the way, dude. Thank you. That is, I'm a huge fan. If I could grow one like that, I totally would. <laughs> when I was a kid, I think he played for the Mets. His name was Raleigh Fingers. Sure, yeah. And I, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but, but you knew the stash. Uh, but I knew that stash, and I told my dad, <laughs> I said, "When I grow up, I want to have one of those." <laughs> and it never happened. But you know. <laughs> Were you also? This is, we'll, we'll get back to twenty six. But you also involved in Bill and Ted. Have you been? Uh, have you been one of the guys in that? Yeah, I was a uh, performer t- two different years. One yeah. year I was. Um, Seems like everyone the, has been <laughs> the family. The Family Guy. Uh, one year, and then another year I was uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and that was my real hair. Mm. Oh, so things have changed. Things have changed. Now, I, now <laughs> I have a haircut and I look like Mitt Romney. Anyway. <laughs> So is that you in the opening video of Bill and Ted's this year? Yes. Oh. Which I didn't know they were going to put in there, so I'm watching the show. I'm like, what is this? Oh, I'll look for it tonight. <laughs> it's great. Man, it's so awesome. I, I'm so thrilled to talk to you about this because we don't usually get this close. We'll, we'll talk, we talked to Mike, and that's awesome. It is this broad picture, but to hear the specifics is really interesting. What about for, for fans that are going through these houses this year, next year, do you have a specialty? Is there something that's your sort of fingerprint that you think that people can kind of look at and go, oh, yeah, that's where Charles is, is kind of crafting part of this story in these houses? Because I think that's an interesting part of this is, is do you, you have a trademark. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I would almost think that would be a question for somebody else because yeah. I don't see it that way. I'm sure there are trends and things that I do that other people don't or are like my little twist on things. Sure. Um, but I think other people like, uh, say, a David Hughes, who has been a designer here forever, he would probably be able to answer right. that better. I mean, I know what I enjoy and I, I take way too much time doing is sound design just because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of p- selecting the perfect music for, for a scene. And the funny thing is most people won't even notice it. <laughs> <laughs> they walk through so, the house. There's they're, they're screams. They're, yeah. they're flying through the scene. They won't even notice um, does that, the music. Does that annoy you ever as a designer, a creative person? Be like, man, just open your eyes and look around. Like, like you, you paid <laughs> X number of dollars to get in here. Enjoy it. Uh, only when I bring my wife through. <laughs> because I have to, like, grab her by the shoulders and be Same like, here. and whisper in her ear, be like, no, listen to this music. Isn't this awesome? And there's, you know, there's some, like, gargoyle or something attacking her. But, um, like, for instance, last year in the Body Collector's facade, it took me, like, you know, hours and hours to craft this, like, this idea that I wanted this real scary horn and then this music and all this stuff in the, in the, in the opening facade scene. And every time I walked through, I just had this big smile on my face. <laughs> we were like, why are you smiling? I'm like, isn't this music awesome? And they're like, I'm the, I don't even hear it. Like it, <laughs> there's a lightning storm going on, yeah. but I don't know. That just, that just gets me excited. That's, That's my awesome. thing. So this year is almost over. We only have two more days left. Correct. And fourth Logan, and the fifth. Yeah. I don't know if this will be a spoiler or not, but I wanted to know, do you have a favorite scare in any of the houses this year? Uh, I don't know about scare, but I have my favorite line of dialogue from American Horror Story, the character Ramona Royale, uh, who pops out and she goes, 
Mama smells appetizers. <laughs> I just love it. I just every time she pops out, I just giggle. It's it's hilarious, and people get scared. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, that's a great house too. It's another one that you can tell. I love Halloween Horror Nights, but I'm not the biggest horror fan. Like, and mainly a lot of it is I can't convince my wife to like. All right, let's sit down for you know after the kids are asleep. What do we do? Let's watch American Horror Story. That doesn't happen in much of my house. Uh, so you know, if this was based on um, you know Gilmore Girls coming back, then we'd we'd, we'd find here. If you ever want to, if you ever want to do Stars Hollow, you know, evil, I'm all in. <laughs> Uh, but in general, looking at these houses like that, is there any? You, you mentioned your favorite line of dialogue, but what about? Do you, is there any houses you didn't work on this year that you? Uh, well, no, I. I Pat, Patrick Brailer, um also worked right. on some houses too, yeah. and we both worked together with the designers. But yeah, I, I, I'm fully immersed in all the houses. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, what did I do? That was that was uh, Reagan from The Exorcist. <laughs> Whenever we talk about The Exorcist, and this is not even a joke, every time we talk about The Exorcist, something goes wrong <laughs> in our recording. I've been on the phone with Tim, gone. Been on the phone with our other co-host in England, gone. So whatever you did to there, you summoned you know, bad things. <laughs> bad things, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I would say that I, I feel very uh, a little bit of, of pride in how we presented Exorcist. Um, because that would that was a big challenge. I mean, I'm sure the mo- the movie is you're in the bedroom and there's a bed and then all these scary things happen, right. but they're always in the same spot. How are you going to present that into into a house format, into yeah. a maze format? Um, and so I, I feel really good with what we we yeah. came up with this year. And you'll have to come tomorrow night to come see it, everybody, on the fifth <laughs> uh, or tonight. Yeah, oh. yeah. ching ching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you mentioned American Horror Story. And we know that this is a new property, and I'm not trying to get you to say anything about future uh, events, but we do know that there is a new season out about Roanoke, and we've already had a house called Roanoke. Can I have you do me a favor and just, if something comes about from American Horror Story and Roanoke, can you make sure that we have something about meat from (laughs) the previous Roanoke Yeah, if you're not familiar with the... uh the meat reference <laughs> when we did Roanoke a few years ago, um, the discussion was, uh, do these characters say anything? Can they, because they're all possessed by this Wendigo cannibalistic spirit. Right. And I was like, well, I think they're driving. <laughs> the driving thing is they want human meat. So almost every character in the, in the house would go meat, meat. <laughs> and that became like a big joke. And everybody, everybody would walk out of the house going meat, meat. So is there one fun. of those for this year? The where's my gold or something? something where's gold. my gold? Yes. <laughs> um, what inevitably happens is we'll, uh, we'll record do voiceovers. And then as we get closer to the, you know, things change, right. rooms change or actors change or, or roles. Um, I will inevitably have to go in and record <laughs> just a few lines of dialogue just for its filler. Sure. And so, um, the cast always likes to guess like which one's me like in the house and I usually do like a more I'm more comfortable doing like a character voice or whatever so yeah. you know just my gold or stuff like that <laughs> so that's you yeah oh, oh, this, oh is this is the greatest moment of my life <laughs> it's um, made my life if we it's may have, that may have to be how we end this show no, <laughs> just like, there's another uh, moment in um, the chance house where there's we didn't know if it was uh, it was it, it's an anybody role so it could be a male or female right. tall or short it could be anybody so I was like well how am I going to do the voice for that so I tried to make it as high pitched as I could without yeah it was just like this a weird, lady voice yeah like ooh look out you know so <laughs> we'll keep an eye out that then for tonight so it's the fi- yeah right before the final room on the the left hand side also if there's ever a time where you like last minute you need somebody yeah. to come in and do voices. I will happily say, where's my gold? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anytime. We're, we're always available. All right. 
How do you, speaking of the Chance House, definitely one of the more humorous houses this year. I loved that house. I thought it was a blast. I, I, I Terry, who's who's in the studio with us, uh, he hasn't been to Horror Nights. I'm like, that's like a perfect house for him to really first see and not be totally freaked out by the whole thing. But it'd be really fun. Uh, how do you, when you're working on these, is there that balance to you going, okay, we can go as terrifying with The Walking Dead as we want, but let's make sure there's a counterbalance here. Oh, so absolutely. we're not just overwhelming people. It's almost like uh, Mike Ilo calls it checking boxes. We got to make sure that this event, and we do, I believe, a good job of it. That there's something for everybody. Right. So if you're, again, you were talking about your wife and maybe that she's not, yeah, not into the, the horror thing. stuff, yeah. but there is something for her at this event, I promise yes. you. Oh, no, uh, yeah, as we go been. through, it's like there's something for everybody. Uh, like I said, I always take my wife through also to yep. see everything, and she'll have her favorites too. So this year, like Krampus is such a good one. Right. Uh, and the chance house it's very yeah. it's gory but it's like very 3d in your face humorous right. in in that sense um those were her two favorites as yeah as she's come with me many years she doesn't really care for for that she loves scare zones loves mm-hmm. like the whole experience but not a big she's claustrophobic but chance and krampus she loved yeah and, 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 and you brought up street zones i right. mean we have different looks in each scare zone so like for example right outside the window here is where we'll have vamp 55 and i am a huge fan of 50s music and doo-wop and all that stuff so when i was walking through i was like this is the best you know so again there's something for everybody is there something that being the last couple of nights that you're going to make sure you experience even from the fan point of view are you going to go walk oh, through absolutely usually the final night uh, don't tell anybody I do this, but uh, no <laughs> wait, one. This is going on. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I, I get like I get like really kind of teary eyed. I get kind sure. of like I'm saying goodbye, you know, because uh, it's a good and and bad thing in the sense that this will never be again. Right. So if you're a character in a house and you're playing this certain role, um, those walls are you know they're going away. Your character will probably never be that character yeah. again. You it's know? not so Grinchmas, it's, it's very, which gets put back up. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very over. individualized. Mm-hmm. So when I'm walking through, I'm, I'm kind of saying goodbye you know, to my family as I go through. But you've already started working. I have. That's pretty nuts. When did that start for you? Like for real, I don't have an exact date. Well, we, you know, you don't have to tell me exactly, but yeah. last few weeks, months, how long have you been working oh, yeah. on twenty seven? So we, we've been well, we've been thinking about it for quite some time. Right. Uh, actual conversations have been yeah the last few weeks. So. That's awesome. I, well, I, I obviously can't wait. We can't wait to see what comes out. As announcements seem to get earlier and earlier, I'm I'm enjoying this. Like when we started doing this podcast, we're like, all right, we got some time. We just started in like early April, and it was like by the second episode, it's like, all right, we got announcements. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> it. So clearly, the fan demand is here. Yes. For for the event. And overseas, too. That's yeah. also very exciting. You get a lot of, like, um, last few years I meet people who are like, oh, yeah, we're from England, and we take our holiday here. And yep. as we know, it's over there they get, like, a few weeks holiday sometimes, so they'll spend the whole time here. And they, and they tell me, they're like, oh, we see something different every single night we come through. Um, and so they just have a great time with the restaurants, hang out at City Walk, have a few drinks, come in, watch some of the, you know, they maybe go through the same house like three or four times, spot different things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Our, our, my co-host who's a super Horror Nights fan, like you know, he he's one of the guys who got even me more into this. Uh, I mean, I've always loved it. I've been coming since two thousand one, so I've been coming for fifteen years now. But he's from England, lives in the UK. That's what they do. They come and he did many nights. We did an RIP tour with four other friends that we have made through the internet, uh, through other sort of outlets like ours, all from England. And it is, it's crazy that the fan culture is growing to this point where the demand is there that the announcements need to be made in April. And that's, that's got to feel good for you. Like, that's got to feel good as guys that are creating it, knowing that not only does each year keep getting better and better, I think a lot of people thought 25, how are you going to outdo it? And I think you did. It's amazing. And 26 is just fantastic. But, you know, it, it's just it's it's enthralling to me. It's enthralling to me that this fan culture has 
like slowly grown all of a sudden the last two or three years just become insane. And that's partially due to the internet and everyone finally kind of meeting each other. A bunch of people going, oh yeah, I like this horrifying thing too. Let's become best friends. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be great from a creative point of view. Absolutely. And, and, and really that genre kind of bridges all cultures, you know? I mean, there's something something for everybody, like I said before. And uh, knowing that, that, yeah, if you're from Germany, you're from japan if you're from uh if you're from south america if you're from all these different places we all have these different myths and and fears that uh, although maybe different they they can all come together in one event and it's really a neat process That's awesome tim you got something uh so we started talking about how you're already doing plans for next year and i was wondering was there something that came about in the planning for 26 where you're like oh man I can't wait to see that in person and then maybe it doesn't happen or something that you're like, Oh man, I can't wait to see that. And then it was greater than anything you had ever anticipated. Um, some of those things I could talk about. Some I could not. <laughs> we, we're not Just listening. To be honest. No, no one's hearing this. <laughs> um, but I, I do, uh, yeah, there's, there's always changes throughout the whole process. And sometimes we, um, we'll, we'll make something and it doesn't happen. Or sometimes we, um, change direction at the last second and and that's fine too it's always for the betterment of the of the event um, it is an absolute joy for me to walk through because I, I can honestly tell you as a, as a human I'm not 1000% on every choice I've made you know what I mean you're kind of like ah, I don't know if that's gonna work I'm not sure and you go through and, it, and it, it's a home run that is the best feeling or because you're so into it you, you don't see the force for the trees sometimes in the sense of what uh, you're overthinking sometimes you go you go through and then you hear people screaming and you're like oh like insidious when we sure. did that uh two years ago mm-hmm. um yeah we we that was our media event the media people went through and i was hearing people screaming and flying out of the house and i was like oh oh <laughs> we this, did is, it. this is awesome <laughs> this is working you know you're just like oh my goodness it was that that was awesome because you you never know until people go through you never know is there an IP this year that you were most thrilled to, to work on? Was there one that you're thrilled to, to sink your teeth in? Or even in the past that you were so excited? I know The Thing, obviously, is where you got your start. Oh, The but, Thing is so odd. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I was very excited about Aliens versus Predator because yeah. The Thing and Aliens are my two favorite movies of all time. Oh, they're they're genius. There's, yeah. They're just genius. Um, and so just to be able to have these alien puppets in the house was so awesome. Uh, for this year... Um, I was excited that we got to do Krampus because uh, I saw the movie and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, we, we have to do this. <laughs> we have to do yeah, this. It feels you know? like a house just watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just watching it. Like, this has to happen, you know. Um, I sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. This has to happen. You, you can go um, audition for Bill and Ted next year. I'm sure I'm sure it's available. <laughs> um, so there was that one. And, and um, man, uh, American Horror Story, this, it's so rich with plot and characters. And, mm-hmm. and so that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, so that was the most fun. Exorcist, the most challenging. But it seems like you did. You did both well. With to, to wrap it up, because I know we knew, need to get you out of here. Back to your day job. I'd like to have <laughs> you here all day. We'll just keep talking. Oh, I could I could talk forever. Yeah. You mentioned the Exorcist and just this overall you know vibe that you've put out there because it is this one room and it's the one house where Walking Dead was the most terrifying. Where I felt like that was the house I got scared in. The Exorcist definitely like put that level of uncomfortability, like where I just could not. I don't know. It, it, it was the one that I almost say had problems with in a good way. And for Horror Nights, I mean that's a success for you, but. How did you balance that, especially dealing with, I mean, I definitely come from a, a background, Christian background. I'm, I still definitely have faith. And I was like, okay, I wonder how they do this. And I love the movie and I've always been a fan of the movie. And I've had some brief conversations with the guy who wrote the movie and he definitely wrote it as sort of this warning film, uh, not as this horror movie necessarily. But for you telling that story, how did you, how did you balance that? 
Uh, that is a very deep question. Yeah. Because uh, there, there's a lot of messaging and a lot yeah. of people listening, but um, not that many people listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's just us. They're not even recording. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I took it very seriously. Yeah. I took it very seriously. That's good. Um, I had to make sure that that it was representative of the film, but at the same time was um, respectful, and also uh, told the story. Yeah. So it was a it was a big balancing act, and I feel like um, we did a really good job with that. And I was very cautious with it, and I was also very protective um, of of the story, uh, along with anything that would anything that would be associated with that. If you right. know what I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think we did a good job. Yeah, and I, absolutely. I, it, it, Ultimately, it is a story of redemption. Yes. It's a story of, of I think what people associated with it is are those super scary moments, but there is that that um, also that redemptive story of of sacrifice for this little girl, mm-hmm. and the good versus evil, and ultimately uh, in the movie, um, good wins out. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's a great way I think to trip up. Tim, you got anything last oh, minute no, before we kick off? Can can you can you give us a, a where's my gold to to wrap this up? Can that be our great big finale? Where's my gold? My oh. gold, mine. Tim, did you want to videotape? Oh that? yeah. Let's yeah. do it one more time. Hold <laughs> on, wait, wait for Tim. This is this is an important moment in the Tim Tracker history right here. Tell us when you're ready, Tim. Go ahead. My gold, mine. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Charles, for coming on. <laughs> and next year we'll have you on again. Oh, we'll absolutely. Revamp. We'll, we'll go. We'll go. You know, recast this entire thing. We're looking at Scooby. Pretty soon that'll be a killer vampire. And uh, it'll, it'll be a great night tonight. I hope you guys have a great time. I'm sure we will. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. We'll be back next week with more Halloween Horror Nights reviews and coverage as the event is over. But we got still a lot to talk about. Again, thank you, Charles. Thank you, Tim. Well, thank you for having me. And as always, keep your eyes closed and your ears open. And we'll see you at Finnegan's. Visit our website, scarefully.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash scarefully. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash svpodcast. And remember to rate and review us on iTunes. This has been a production of Laugh Old Brown Studios. Copyright 2016.